true. Welcome back to the Uzumaki Podcast, where we spiral out of control. I'm your I'm your favorite ghoul of a host. The cringe, yes, yes, the cringe, shade, uh, Louie, whatever you want to call me. And we got a very special episode today. It's the first episode of the Cringetober Spooktacular. And for the very first episode, we got a very special guest. The one, the only, the writer of the upcoming mod, Bishop. Not to be confused with D. Bishop, but Bishop. Hello. That's right. The Archbishop. The Archbishop is here in the, not in the flesh. Um, the, through the virtualness. Yeah. Through, through here we're the getting Discord the cringe call. off right. We're starting off proper today. <laughs> exactly. We got to add a couple of these. Thank God Discord added the soundboards. <laughs> we just been fucking up. Spiraling out of control. You're exactly. But. <laughs> Before we get into the meat and potatoes of the interview, uh, who are you, good sir? I I am Bishop. I am a I am one of the lead writers and uh, voice actors of Fallout Nuevo Mexico. This project, the mod project for Fallout New Vegas. Um, I you could also say I'm a public relations. I'm the guy that speaks and talks to everyone and does all the interviews. So I am. I've been called the voice of this project before, as I'm, I'm always in the uh, in the advertisements and the promos. So, yeah, like, yeah that's uh, that's my big that's my big job anyway. Like that's my big job. Every um, we call it page and every like interview. Basically, it's always like Bishop, Bishop, Bishop. I was like, oh, oh, yeah. I guess I yeah. got the right guy. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I think there was one or two. There was one video. And one article that I wasn't a part of that I didn't do myself. And uh, that was almost a year ago now. So, Not bad, not bad. Well, um, why are you the Italian ghoul in New Mexico? Like, why? Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> okay, here, wait, no, I, I like that question. I like that question. So um, this was my first real ever involvement with the mod. Um, when I did, when, when I did that... Uh, Zap Shock, our project lead, Zap asked me, hey, I need something for the beginning of this video. I don't really know what to do, but I feel like it needs a voice or something. It needs something because it was all silent. The whole first, what, minute and a half of that video was completely quiet. Um, and so I was like, OK, I'll whip something up. He's like, I want to get this out today. I'm like, oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't write anything down. I improv that whole thing. I just pulled it right out of my ass. And I, that was, that whole thing was not scripted. There was no direction. I asked him, what would you, is there anything you'd like me to do? He said, no, go nuts. I'm like, oh, okay. So that was done in what, 15 minutes. I just, I looked the trailer over the beginning of the trailer over a couple times. I, dubbed over it once to see if I could improv enough stuff to get through it and have it make sense coherently. And then the second time that was the recorded take that everyone saw. Was it garbage? Uh, yeah. In comparison to what I'm capable of. Yeah, it is garbage, but <laughs> is it all right for what it was? Like I 
dare anyone else to just on the spot improv that and do better than me. I dare anyone else. Now, obviously, someone who does it for a living, they do better than me. But any Joe Schmo like that who's just doing free voice acting like I am on the Internet, just for the shit of it, like, yeah, I... I, I'm, I'm, I did a solid job for what it was. I did all right. I did what I needed to do, and we got it out. Uh, after that, Zap and I were like, okay, we're never doing anything last <laughs> minute like that ever again because it got way, way more attention than we ever thought possible. Yeah. That video got a million freaking views. And, yeah, we thought, oh, yeah, it'll get, like, 30K. Maybe if we're lucky, 60K tops like and then overnight it jumped to three hundred thousand views it's like are you what <laughs> i we couldn't believe it and no so for a long time i was like embarrassed because i did this really shitty improv in the beginning um but hey for what it was it was all right you know it was it was exactly. improv that's what it is so it's all it's like what i always say we all got to start somewhere <laughs> Right. And I was I was as humble as I could in the comments. I wasn't going to explain to everyone like, oh, it was improv. I like don't attack me. Like, no, I was going to I was going to take it in stride. Like, yeah, I knew it was pretty mid. But um, some of the some of the comments were really, really funny. Like the people hated it. They hated my voice. <laughs> it was really funny. One of them, I think my favorite one out of all of them was uh when your mom says that you're a good voice actor. <laughs> God damn it. Shout out to that guy in particular. That was fucking funny. I appreciate that. That was a good fucking line right there. That was hilarious. So, like like I said, I took it in stride. I'm not going to get upset about something like that. It was, it was pretty funny. And it was very humbling. You know, it was a very humbling experience. I had never reached an audience that big before. I had only... With my old YouTube channel, I only reached like what a couple thousand people every video, and that community was really, really small. So, uh, to then go jump to the Fallout community several years later, and just to have almost a million people look at that, like <laughs> that's, that's kind of crazy, man. That's kind of crazy. That was a big jump of stage, that's for sure. So yeah, we uh, Zap and I agreed like before we put anything else out ever we're gonna make sure it's near perfect <laughs> um and so that's that's why you got such a quality that's why everyone got such a quality trailer uh for the first reveal of gameplay there yeah that, that, um, that was actually the first time i heard about this i remember i, I got it recommended on my uh, youtube because i was playing mm -hmm. uh 76 i was just looking up lore on 76 that scene i was like no fucking way what is this because I'm, I'm from New Mexico, so I was like, no, no, I, I, I did not read that right. Then I pressed it, I'm like, okay, what the fuck is this? And I, like, I exit the game, and I was just watching, I was like, what the fuck is this? Then I got really excited, I was like so happy, I was like, this is so fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Zap put that together pretty much by himself. Um, I mean, he got all the voice actors and actresses together, but he he made all that all the world spaces all the scripting all the camera work all the angles everything he did all that by himself um yeah. of course he asked us advice like hey does this look good um and so before he released it he made a couple tweaks before well, a couple weeks beforehand before he actually uh, aired it out to the public but yeah that was all him it was very very impressive but it was a collaborative effort nonetheless you know all the voice actors and actresses did their part 
I played um, I played one of the ghouls at the uh, the front gate to uh, the oh, reservation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was me, and I was also the bandit um, when it was just before the dual the dual wielding clip, the dual wielding pistols oh, clip. Yeah. Um, that was me. That was me with the uh, the raider as well. Not bad. Um, not bad. Uh, I'll, you'll hear me, you'll hear my voice sprinkled here and there throughout the rest of the mod. Um, I don't think I'll play any, like, huge characters, like, main characters. I won't play any followers or nothing like that. You're just gonna be, um, um the guy from Skyrim that'll be like, I work for Bellator at the General Goods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be, there'll be, like, Oblivion in Skyrim where they got, like, one guy to play, like, 15 people. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, you'll hear me here and there. Um, our next big thing will be uh, Vault City. Um, it's not Vault City, Vaultropolis, excuse me, yeah. Uh, Vaultropolis is our next big, like, that's our next big thing that we're going to work on. I was I, have, I was thinking that because, like, when I was um, reading all the interviews and watching everything, I was there, you guys kept saying, like, oh, Vault Tech, you'll know when you know. And then when I seen the trailer, I was like, it's a fucking city. It's 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 a, it's a fucking city. Then sure enough, oh yeah, yeah of, it's course. A city. <laughs> of course. Yeah, we got to do it big like that because we don't have anything like that in the three fallouts. We don't have yeah, like well, that's pretty. Actually, I can't say I can't account for like uh, seventy six and Fallout Four. I haven't really played those games. No, um, no, there's really nothing like that. Like what you guys put out, it's there's no vault like that. I was like, oh shit, that's right. really cool. So there, there you go. It's like we're trying to offer something the little different than just the buy the books kind of stuff exactly um, i love that yeah no we love it too we want to play we want to make something that we want to play as well so like if we don't want to play it and there's something wrong exactly. <laughs> so this was a couple of, that the voltropolis idea it was uh it's a couple of years in the making um there was a point where we didn't know if we could pull it off or not and it's like all right can we really like make this part of a mod and not make it the whole thing because that in itself just the making a vaultropolis in itself is like even just making a regular vault with a story like that's really hard to do and to have it be uh written well and pulled off in a, in a entertaining and uh, proper way you know even the yeah. vaults in new vegas and fallout 3 they all have interesting stories and they all take like th your first run through i'm not talking about like your third or fourth playthrough where you just run through it and you know what happened <laughs> We're still, but like the we're the caps. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, for the caps, for the unique weapon or whatever. But like the first time you go through a vault like that, it could take you up to an hour plus. Exactly. Like if you're really trying to comb through everything and listen to the story and get everything and explore every corner, like it can take you over an hour to explore those vaults. So that in itself is like such a chore uh, to make. And so that's why we're not going to have like six vaults. It's going to just be Vaultropolis. <laughs> we might have another one that's like a traditional vault, like it is with the rest of the series. We might have another one. We haven't got that far yet, though. So um, we still have a lot of still have a lot of biomes to create and uh, wrap up not and bad. stuff to add. So yeah. Uh, also, our plan, our plan, like even after release, even after it's like done and, you know, let's say, you know, bug fixes, whatever, even after it's finished and everything, we can still put more stuff in there. Exactly. It's still like, we can still add like, Oh, there's a DLC type of deal. Like we can still do shit like that. There's so a it's DLC not like the DLC. <laughs> right. 
it's not like it's a permanent thing we have it on the nexus like oh we can't change it now so we're it's going to be largely based on community feedback it's as well we're trying to involve and be as transparent as possible trying to involve everybody as much as we can without spoiling everything of course yeah exactly Um, yeah so so that's really the game plan uh we saw with the frontier how much uh that can really backfire if you don't interact and be transparent with the community more um so we're just trying to we, we're doing that to reassure everybody like everyone the player's opinion matters all right we're trying to make something fun to play we're not trying to be visionaries and revolutionize the series we're trying to make something you know same same but different we're trying to follow a blueprint we're trying to follow a formula so we're not gonna go off and like it's not gonna we're not doing this to stroke our own egos you know, you know what I'm saying? We're, yeah. we're trying to we're trying to have some fun and let other people have some fun as well. Exactly, exactly. I That's love like that. our big MO. You love to hear it. You love to hear it. But yeah, um, wait, Carl, I noticed that, uh, wait, correct me if I'm wrong, but like the mod is mostly mm. set in New Mexico and parts of Arizona, Texas, and Mexico, right? Yes, yes. Um, yeah, the, the primary area, the primary set of... Uh, biomes will be in uh new mexico and um currently we're also working on a an area in the mountains in arizona so it'll be it'll be really really different right so the community that you'll see in the mountains it's going to be all snowy but they're going to be self-sufficient it's going to be its own self-contained community that looks way better off they're way they're well off compared to everyone else in like base new mexico um so while there, it's not like it won't be rich and wealthy but it will be uh like i said self-sufficient and a healthy community um raiders won't be uh, haven't really been a problem since this uh it's since this town terrain, basically right right exactly um so wait wait so so you're telling me you made arizona better than new mexico they they always do it, people. They always do it. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's better. I wouldn't say it's better. It's just different. That's all. It's just different. No worries. No worries. Um, but uh, what made the team want to place the game mainly in New Mexico and not Arizona? Because like I said before we recorded, it was like, everyone always picks Arizona, not New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's see. Um, project is gone through a lot of changes even since i've uh it's even since i've joined i joined um back before it was established uh that it would be taking place in this current year so the year that we have what is it 22 2165 something like that um i don't have all the details memorized uh, i try not to because they're all always subject to change so i try not to commit everything to memory um when uh when i joined uh the the leader vera it was the project had a completely different direction and uh it was not what it is right now this was never the original vision what we have today um so our dev was from spain and so uh zap is from new mexico he is uh he is an original native he was born there i believe and um so it's that culture it's really just that cultural aspect there's so so very much 
that you can do with uh, the Mexican and New Mexican culture. Like it's there's just so much there that hasn't been explored in any Fallout title, really. I mean, and there's like I myself, I'm not Hispanic. I'm from the Boston area, Fallout 4. Like (laughs) that's my area. And so getting to work on this project, I've learned so much about about this this culture. It's been really eye-opening and fun because I'm in a foreign world and I'm so I have that perspective of someone who doesn't actually live here to create something within it. So my perspective can be used for others who are also not, you know, of this culture and know nothing about it. Yeah. So that's where my writing comes into play. And it also uh, it also plays well into the fact that every single Fallout game has been a melting pot of people. Because when the apocalypse happens, communities get broken off and, and rejoined together. It's like this Frankenstein of, peop- of, uh, of cultures and communities get uh, smashed together for survival. And so it, it plays well. It, it plays to our strength that way, that not everything is going to be like, everyone needs a fucking sombrero. Like, it's not like that. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. It's not Dios like Dios. that at all. <laughs> Even the way they speak, the dialects in New Mexico, like New Mexican Spanish, is way different than actual Mexican Spanish exactly, and Spain. Yeah. Like it's so different. I'm like, what? But it's the same thing with like, um, like Boston and New York and Southern accents. It's like we all speak English. <laughs> I, I like to say it, it's um, a New Mexican accent is kind of like it has that gangsterish from the West Coast. But also right, like southern right. slang of the south because we're like right in the middle. Right, right. It's very interesting. It's very, very interesting. It's bizarre how those things get created, and so we're having a lot of fun with that. We'll have a lot of fun with that with the voice acting as well. And, you know, not everything has to be perfect. We're not going to hire like these all these triple A professionals. Triple. Like no, <laughs> exactly. People who want to help, people who want to help can get involved. And as long as they've got a decent mic and can take direction just fine, like they can be involved somehow. So unfortunately we're not quite that far into that stage yet where we need everyone voiced. Like we have all the major, we have a lot of major players, uh, major characters voiced, um, that are involved with the main story. And a lot of, uh, a lot of companions uh, that you can have are voiced as well in certain areas, but um, we need to really finish the overworlds and, uh, and themes of everything before we can really get balls deep into the writing and, and create our own lore and storylines. Uh, so yeah, the writing, I haven't been able to do too much <laughs> because uh because, well, we just need to establish more. That's all. We just need to establish more and it's getting done. Oh, we're working on it all the time but you know we want to make it not small i guess we don't want this to be small we want this to be something that you can sink a solid amount of hours into and it's not quite as big as something like the frontier because like i said it's not one open world concept yeah it's like it's hubs. not one big open world it's hub spaces yeah so um I don't have any information on how that's going to seamlessly interact just yet. Like I said, we have to create everything first. Um, The space, like the Arizona space, will be locked off until certain points. So you can't just go there off the rip. Um, 
there will be certain prerequisites that you will have to accomplish. It's kind of like uh, when you get into Vegas in New Vegas. You can't just go to Vegas. Yeah. You have to get some prerequisites before there, before you get there. Um, so we're not taking the Fallout 3 approach where you can just go anywhere whenever you want. Um, we're not taking that approach. Not quite. Like I said, it's hub world, so it's a little different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'll have you'll be able to shotgun outwards, like okay, you got these three areas, and you'll be able to move amongst them seamlessly, and like that's the general idea. Um, what was that one mod where you could it operated the same way? Just about you had like a car, and it was like this top-down view of a map, and you just control the car, and I forget the name of it. Salt Lake Stories, I think that's what it was. Um, yeah. I haven't played it myself, but a lot of people have in the community and they asked if it was going to be like that. And we don't want to do the same thing that they did. We don't want to have like a top down zoomed out view of the 3D world and have you like control a 2D car. <laughs> we don't want to do that. <laughs> We're not going to have a car. We're not going to have motorcycles. We're not going to have anything like technologically crazy like the Frontier did. Yeah. Um, they did some wizardry in their in their engine and in their uh, in their mod but we're not going to have anything <laughs> nearly on that level like we're not going to have a ta- functioning fucking tank like it's no <laughs> <laughs> god damn no, it. we don't have anything like that we're not fucking wizards like that we're not no we're we're good with that not bad not bad i wanted to also say like uh where where you guys are mostly like take place in like New Mexico because I mostly see like you guys talk mostly about central like Albuquerque area down south, like is there any other yeah. places? Um, I mean there there is the underground tibbets. Um, there is that area. Uh, like I said, I don't really know exactly what area. We're not really trying to recreate real areas. All of them, like we're not trying to get to it's not going to be like fallout 3 where you see the lincoln memorial and and the the washington monument (laughs) or or like uh fallout 4 where there's family park like we're not going to try to focus too much on that we want to it might be too restrictive um and if it was an open world concept we would do a lot more of that there'd be a lot more space for stuff like that but um it i seen that you guys I, I really guys, don't know. I seen you guys added uh, Old Town. I was like, oh, yes, oh, Old right. Town. That's what I was going to say. Right, Old Town. I think that will be the most popular area. I really think Old Town will be the like the the highlight of the whole entire mod. I yeah. think that Old Town will be a lot of a lot of people's favorite place. Um, I've that, um, been able to. Um, hmm? Have you seen pictures of Old Town? Real ones? No. Yeah. Oh, because I was to say like, um, Old Town is mostly like now it's like kind of like a marketplace basically. You have like the the central area, but then like in the streets you have like uh, like these market people like people like just ba- basically sell what they made and all that stuff. So I was like, I wonder mm. if it's gonna be like that. Like, like you guys are gonna have like uh the people I usually sell like in Diamond City basically, Megaton. Right. Um, our plan for that is isn't quite isn't quite that uh well sorry i say our but zap's plan for that <laughs> he has um that's the area old town is the one that's most complete right now 
um, all that's really missing is scripted quests and events. That's the only thing that's missing there. So we can fill that up with whatever we want, and you could like play Old Town. Like if we put Old Town out, that hub, entire hub space town into the Nexus, and just had some a couple quests involved with that, you could it would be playable. It, it's on that part is nearly finished. Um, so I'm excited. That's why I think that oh, this is going to be everybody's everybody's favorite, and mine included. I think it'll be my favorite as well. Because I've walked around, uh, you know, play tested. I've walked around in the area myself with my own characters, and <laughs> it's really atmospheric. It's really nice. I really, really like it. Um, it it turned out really well. Zap did a really fantastic job on that. Not um, bad. Not bad. So yeah, that's that's all I know about Old Town. But it's it's the most complete area we have right now, for sure. I seen another place which was uh Roswell in the gameplay trailer. I was like, oh shit, they're adding, they're adding Roswell. How's that one gonna be? Do you know? Do you, do you know? <laughs> yeah, that one was a surprise to me. That was the first I saw it was in the trailer. I'm like, dude, when'd you crank that out? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I have no idea, man. I have no idea. Um, oh, no worries, no worries. About I, we haven't really Zap and I haven't really spoken about that particular piece. Um, since we're trying to, we've been trying to, last couple months since the trailer dropped, we've been trying to focus on Voltropolis in Arizona. Um, so that's where my headspace has been at. Uh, the reservation, I, I, the reservation with the ghouls, I forgot to mention that. Uh, the reservation, that's probably the second most completed area. Um, and like I said, if we just add a couple quests, add some scripting in and put it on the Nexus, you'd be able to play that, that one particular area, walk around in it. What I wanted um, to talk about for the reservation was like, is that the starting area for like the second part? Well, not second part, but like uh, the dreamer. The second? dreamer, yes, that would be your starting point. Yes, you would oh. start off in the ghoul reservation. You wouldn't start off in underground in that Tibbetts prison. Um, you, you guys trying to say something? Saying that um, the reservation and ghouls. You trying to say my, <laughs> my people are ghouls? <laughs> <laughs> I need to make it, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to cancel you to my three subscribers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck. It's <laughs> over. Mod is over. But yeah, when I seen Mod that, I was like, the reservation? Hey, yo, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, love, I, um, I love it. It's pretty cool. What, could you tell me, like, any um stuff about that? The reservation itself? Yeah. Um. Well, I, the leader, obviously, the leader of the reservation, um, he's fanatical. Absolutely, he's fanatical. What we want to try to do is have, uh, have options. Either you can follow his every whim and, and go along with everything he has to say, you know, play the part of the dreamer. But we've also talked about uh, having an option where you could overthrow him and then become the leader of the reservation. Um, really? We thought that would be pretty interesting. Uh, we we don't know how you'd be able to run things there because that's obviously like there is one definitive main quest that no matter what path you choose, you can go down that main quest. Yeah. But uh, let's. How can I compare this? Um, okay, so in Skyrim you have the Civil War conflict. It was shitty. All right, but we're not going to make it. <laughs> That like don't compare the quality of it to the <laughs> to Skyrim Civil War quest because it's dog shit. But uh, 
just think of it as like it's a subplot that you can follow and you can go through. Uh, you can choose to ignore it if you really want to. Um, there will be some changes here and there, um, you know, as far as like your motivations for doing things and who you're getting your quests from. And things will be different, and you'll have different options there. But it's not going to be like two separate, completely different vanilla <laughs> campaigns. Like, it's not going to be like that. Uh, not the whole way through, anyway. So think about uh, in terms of the beginning of each of each path of the convict and the dreamer. Think about um, Dragon Age Origins. I don't know if you've ever played that, but Dragon Age Origins, uh, it had, what, about maybe six or seven? No, more than that. It had a, a plethora of different start points. Um, while the main playthrough stayed the same, like there were tiny sub subplot things here and there, depending on your race and your nobility status like the com the beginning of each playthrough was completely different um so it's very impressive for for dragon age origins uh but we don't have anything on quite on that level but <laughs> we have two different start points we have two different start points and and that's cool in itself you know that i think that's really interesting and fun that's different um i guess the closest thing i could compare that to in Anything that's made in Fallout is uh, Fallout New California, um, where you kind of like pick which side you're on in the vault, and you kind of have a different interaction, different interactions with characters in the beginning of the mod. Um, so it's more than that, but less than Dragon Age, essentially. New Mexico is more than New California in the beginning in terms of options and your, your start options, but less than Dragon Age Origins. Not bad. So it's like, it's like a, like perfectly in the middle, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you compare it to Dragon Age Origins, it's a dramatic <laughs> step forward. But uh, yeah, if, if there's a middle ground, I guess we're, we're tasting the middle ground there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no worries. No worries. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite things about Fallout um, mostly because I'm a musician, is uh, the, oh, yeah. the the music, and um, it can't be Fallout without radio station. Is um, and my question oh, is, yeah. does New Mexico have a radio station? Oh yeah, for sure, absolutely. I think we have two. Uh, that was one of the first things that we the project ever established. I I think even before I was involved with the project, I think Vera and Zap got um, they got some some songs together, and they have you know the whole. The whole radio station is recorded as of right now. The entirety of the radio station is recorded and listenable. Damn, um, man. Is it, is yeah. it all like uh, pre-war, like 1960s stuff? Oh, of course. How of about... Course. Yeah. Because this is, this is one thing that always bugs me about Fallout is that like hmm. music seemed to stop during that era of the 60s. Like, yeah, yeah, I get recorded music, but like, why not? Like stuff that could be handed down traditionally, you know, like with guitars and shit. Like, like on, uh, Nuka World's uh, radio, Raider Radio. Have you heard that? Yes, uh, like, New California did the similar thing with uh, their radio station. It was actually a hard rock or a punk rock metal station that they used there, and it was all explained through lore and everything, so it made sense why it was there. Yeah, um, uh, I wanted to um, know was like, would you guys be willing to do stuff like that 
for the the radio? I would love to. I would love to. I'm not someone who likes to be let the lore stranglehold me. I like to push the boundary a little bit, but not like do anything uh, lore shattering. Like I just like to push the envelope just a little bit because I don't want to play it too safe. Yeah. If you play it too safe, it's going to be wicked fucking boring and vanilla, and no <laughs> one wants that. You just play the base game after that point. So I would love to have some kind of like EDM station, <laughs> like <laughs> EDM. fucking raves. Like you can't tell me that people wouldn't have electronic raves exactly, exactly. in the wasteland. You can't tell me they wouldn't. Fuck you. Lick my ass. They would listen to rave music. EDM, Skrillex, fucking Subtronics music. Like, I would love to put that in there, but I know that would be almost universally hated. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, no, I won't. We won't be doing anything like that, most likely. Uh, I was we do have a like, vibe. Uh, like, uh, stuff with just like an acoustic guitar stuff. Just like one man right. and an acoustic guitar. That's explorable. We don't have anything right now. Um, but I don't see why something like that can't be put in, um, even post-release, post-launch of Nuevo Mexico. I, I don't see why we couldn't do something like that. Like that would be—that's a good example of something being more friendly and pushing the boundary a little bit. Because Fallout Three even had Agatha's violin music to it. Yeah. And yeah. while it wasn't like, if you're not really into violin music, you're probably not going to enjoy <laughs> it. But like, it's there. It's still there and it's still immersive because you can flip on the radio station at a certain point of the day and follow three and listen to violin music. So I don't see why we couldn't have something along those lines. That would be very interesting. Um, something like, uh, what was it? Um, it was the mysterious broadcast in New Vegas. Uh, when you go to World War Blues, that just plays. And um, I wanted to do a similar vibe in the Arizona mountainous area because that's really sheltered from you know the radiation and the fallout and the the bombs and everything that place would be really sheltered it'd be mostly buried in snow at that point but like there's still a thriving community there and so to have some kind of different sort of uh some sort of different radio station like have a quest where we can repair a radio tower there and one of the characters has an acoustic guitar and we could have some really nice Spanish guitar uh, in the background while, yeah. while you play. Like that would be, that would be like the, uh, a lore reason why you'd be able to listen to something like that. And it would be something you could unlock along the way. Um, so yeah. So yeah, it's, it's stuff like that. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because yeah, absolutely. That's a great idea. And there's always room for that kind of stuff. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, that 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 always bugged me in Fallout. It's like, why aren't there no people making music? It's like yeah, like come on, what universal. about like, why can't we listen to some Led Zeppelin, like some ACDC? Like where where is that shit? Come on, what are we doing? Lose everything. Here's Metallica's one. <laughs> right, yeah, some fucking Sandman, and fucking yeah. Where the fuck is that? Like, I would love that. I would love to fuck shit up to some Metallica right now. Like, I, that would be great. I was caught off guard when I was playing Fallout seventy six, and then like. uh mm. They they just randomly started playing Johnny Cash's uh, uh, "Ring of Fire," but it was a cover of it, and it was like lore friendly to where it's like it was this guy that 
did it after the bombs dropped. So I was like, oh, shoot, that's fucking badass. <laughs> yeah, yo, that's, that's cool. I like shit like that. Stuff like that's controversial, and I stick my middle finger to that kind of stuff. It's like, no, why are you trying to shit on people's fun? You know, you don't have to listen to the songs. Exactly. Like, that aren't 100% lore-friendly. Like, you don't have to. Just let it go. Like, I, 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 that's why I appreciate um, what something I appreciated in and uh in the frontier is that they they had some some gnarly guitar music in there they pushed the boundary with the music and they tried to recreate the vibe and for the most part when you're just exploring the wasteland of portland it's a good vibe like it really fits the atmosphere it feels good like there were some aspects of the frontier that actually did succeed extremely well it was just unfortunately overshadowed by all the bad that happened along <laughs> with it yeah but, but you understand where I'm coming from. Like, the, this stuff is very possible. It's just, you have to get it really right. Yeah. But on to the, um, one of my other main things. Um, if you haven't guessed by now, I'm, I'm, I'm actually a Native American. Oh. Wow. Hey. I'm, um, I'm awesome. I'm, I'm a full blooded right? Navajo. Uh, Dine, Bizad. Uh, I don't know my language, so please don't. <laughs> All I know, oh, no, that's all funny. I know is, uh, to my head. Oh, no, no, see, even that, I fucked up my clan. <laughs> that's what I introduced. Hey, that's a... <laughs> it's all right, dude. I'm, I'm fucking white, so like, I, I got nothing. I know, like, I got I, Boston, bro. Like, that's what I got. <laughs> literally, um, little side tangent, but literally, um, my favorite, um, pastime during summer is going to join to the main town. And then seeing all the white um tourists come by, oh my god, it's a native. And I'm like, oh ho, yate. And then they get all juice. It's fucking funny. <laughs> but um, uh, I know you guys are planning on putting natives in the game. Could you tell me more about that? Yes. Um. There was. Uh. We have some assets, and we wanted some. We wanted one of the big casinos, in. Uh, we wanted one of the major casinos in Vault City or Voltropolis, excuse me. We wanted one of the major casinos there to be a native sort of um, aesthetic. We wanted it to wanted it to uh, at least capture some of that, have a little bit of that. And we think that's fascinating and interesting. And obviously, the Native American people are just so rich with culture and history. And um, we love the aesthetic. We love the color palettes. We love all of that. It's just visually pleasing to the eye, and it's, it creates this otherworldly atmosphere that you just can't really match it with too many too many other things. So having a casino themed like that, um, that's like the one thing that's for sure, yes, we're doing that for sure. Um, up in Arizona... We want to shoehorn some stuff like that in there. We don't know if we actually want to make a, a majority of the people natives or not. Again, the issue would be voice acting. Um, if we wanted to do it, we want to do it right. We don't want to have people mimic an accent. We would <laughs> want to actually have culture in it and have have uh, words, phrases, and sentences spoken in an actual native tongue, like, at least mostly accurately. Um, like, someone like me, I'm not going to study up on, I'm not going to study up and try <laughs> to mimic the accent, and, like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to voice act something like that. It would, it just, it wouldn't feel right. 
and uh, and race has nothing to do with it. It's just like I'm not a native, and I don't have any inside knowledge in my in any real world tangible knowledge at my disposal besides the internet. You know what I mean? So like or someone who is above that. <laughs> Right, we'll just get you on there. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All I want to see is that, like, um, I hate this new stereotype, which is, like, it. it well, I wouldn't say it's a good thing, but ain't no fucking stereotype's a good thing. But it's, like, we're all fucking wise or some shit, and we always talk, like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, we're fucking people. I'm I'm just like, like you. You're not some holier than thou. Exactly, that exactly. Under a fire at night or meditates three hours a day. Like I understand. That. Exactly, like like I literally go to fucking um, work, and then I get yelled at by an old lady, and then I come home and I'm like, <laughs> fuck that old lady. <laughs> fuck that old lady. Ain't nothing wise about that. Like, <laughs> exactly. That's called customer service. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I just want to see like um hopefully if you guys can at least like sprinkle in some natives in the crowd, you know, like some random ass NPC or like an enemy. That's what we wanted. Because we wanted like that. New Mexico is like cause in New Mexico you got like the Pueblo, the Apaches, the Zuni, yes. my tribe, the Navajo. Yes, the Apaches. Absolutely. The Apaches, um, they they can suck a dick. Fuck, fuck the Apaches. Um, <laughs> oh, fucking Geronimo was part of my tribe. No, Geronimo, Geronimo hated you guys. That's why he left your tribe. That that that's a little little history lesson for you. <laughs> hey, like you know, you know shit like this. I exactly. have no idea. Like, you know shit like this. Ex especially, this is what we need. Especially like <laughs> the fact that um, Navajo is a derogatory term against my people. It's it was used by the Spanish because we we always had beef with the yeah. um, with the Mexicans, like we would always steal their shit and they would always steal our shit. So Navajo <laughs> means thief. So that's, yeah. that's why that's why my people are always like, "Don't call me Navajo, call me Diné." I'm like, "Fuck that, call me Navajo." <laughs> <laughs> I am like a thief. Like I steal your shit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's like I'm stealing the white man's stuff. <laughs> Right. I should. I should. After this, I should actually talk to you about this and get you involved because this could be really. This could be a really important piece, especially in the Arizona mountains. No worries. So stuff, stuff like that is preserved and everything. That'd be really interesting for the player and something interesting for me to write down. Um, but yeah, yeah. Be a lot of fun. I just want to see like some stuff like that because I'm tired of like yeah seeing all that stereotype stuff. I'm like, whatever having the stereotype engine Joe. I want to go back to engine Joe where. Where the white man feared me. <laughs> now they're like, let's go to the to uh, medicine man, and he'll be like, oh ho, hello you little little elf, or little little elf, I am big elf. <laughs> Some shit like, that. like, like no, I don't talk like that. <laughs> and also uh, regarding indigenous uh, folklore, I just want to say, uh, like. The most famous thing to come out of New Mexico and New Mexico natives, I don't know if you know, it's like become a big meme lately. Do you know? Uh, no, no idea. The the Skinwalker. Oh, I know about that. Okay. Yeah, like, like, uh, like, like that, 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 that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, like, if you guys like uh, like make an enemy type based off of that, like you know, like because it's it originated from the New Mexico, and most importantly, like yes. from my people. Uh, at least used the 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 original name, which was Yanny. That's what my my people called it, Yanny, which was like Y A A Y A N N I, and uh, and the original source of the Skinwalker, which is like it's not a Wendigo type of guy. It's not like a Wolfman 
or a werewolf. Right. It's just a medicine man who does bad juju and has wolf pelts. And he uses ba- the bad medicine to trick people into seeing that, oh, he transformed, but no in reality, he's just like some random ass old dude. AKA, he's a fucking furry. <laughs> right. But that's, that's interesting. Yeah, like, I every never, time I see these Skinwalker poses, I'm like, that's not a Skinwalker. That It's an, it's just some random dude that's fucking practicing bad juju. <laughs> right, yeah. See, I never do that. I've never heard of that in my life, ever. But yeah, like... So like that's somewhere. really... What was it? Uh, oh, the Chupacabra. Um, people have been hounding us. Like, please put the Chupacabra in there. I don't know, man. We'll have to model something, and if we really feel like it, we'll put it in there. But uh, yes. it'll be one waste. It's like what um, it's like what the frontier did with the uh, the yeti. They have a yeti there, um, which is really cool. I liked it. I really liked what they did with the yetis. I would love to uh, see only... like like uh, them, like some NPCs or something saying like, "Oh, there's a a skinwalker, a skinwalker out there." Then like turn out to be like some just some special. Death claw, that would be fucking badass. Oh, for sure, yeah. No, there's a lot of stuff we can do with superstition. Um, one thing in particular, one companion who she's um, she is going to be uh, by the people, she will be called the Santisma Muerte. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I be, heard about that. Yeah, she'll be the Lady of Death, and uh, that's my character that I'm writing. My companion named Eden, and. Um, basically she wears this as like a badge she she plays into this character of this boogeyman um and she's very deadly and violent and so people start have have started to pray to shrines of the muerte and she will come around and answer the letters of the letters of death and so this is kind of like how we want to approach our like the bounty hunting system that's how we want to do it. We don't want to make like this. We don't want to take the approach that's been done already as like, um, what new Vegas brownies, one, two, three, et cetera. Those are fantastic mods. And there are definitely, there's definitely things to go off of there. Uh, same with the overseers mods, every single bounty he's had some kind of bounty hunting in every single mod that he's made just about, and they're all very well done. They, they have their own unique formula and way of doing things. So we wanted to do something unique as well. You know, take a take a good beat and take a good page off of what other people have done in mods in the past, but also make our own, make our own system. And so praying to the, the Muerte shrines, that would be, uh, you would walk up to one of these shrines and there would be letters and people would try to get uh, Eden to kill these people. And so uh, this would be like kind of the bounty system in the game. You could you would walk up to these shrines, lead these, read these letters with information, and uh, some might give you exact quest markers. Others you might have to ask around for information about, um, and then inevitably find this person or people and dispose of them. So that's one like really different and big thing that we're trying to do here with that, and. Uh, make the bounties interesting and uh, have information about them too instead of just like kill this kill this guy <laughs> at this location and get paid um, there's nothing wrong with having a little bit of that but it gets a little tedious if there's nothing of substance there it's like okay well yeah. why am I killing this person or why does this person want them dead specifically 
and am I doing the right thing or not? So having those three things that the player would have to, or at least have an option to think about, um, that would make things uh, would be very, would make things really fresh and interesting every time you pick up a brownie contract or a letter, note, whatever, scroll, <laughs> <laughs> parchment. <laughs> I dig it. Not bad, not bad. Well, we we're coming to the end of our little 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 sesh here. Um, mm. Other than that, it was it was pretty fun, pretty fun talking to you. But before we Absolutely. go, great. Before we go, um, usually I had I had a co-host with me, but um, we call it, due to work he he can't really come out on the show as often as he likes. So he gave ah, me he gave me a, a question to ask all my guesses, and <laughs> it was kind of funny. Um. His previous question was just a simple, what is your shoe size? And it's just what like, is my shoe size? Yeah, it's just like, what is your shoe size? And oh, God, for a whole year, people thought I was talking about their penises. <laughs> well, I can see why. <laughs> I can see I, why, because everybody else is going to think I had <laughs> I had to change it, because we had I had the, the Navajo Nation president on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. I asked him it, and he was like, Oh, I don't want to answer that. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> so I told Saya, my co-host, "Hey, yo, you need to fucking change your question." <laughs> so I was All like, right, I'll, "I'll give you though. I'll, I'll give you. I'll, I'll tell you. My shoe size is eight and a half, men's. Eight and a half. Not bad. Not bad. Hey, yo, it's just half of um below mine. <laughs> yep, I'm a small dude. <laughs> I'll, now, the thing about Navajos is that we're small people, and I'm full-blooded, so I'm fucking 5'3". Oh, my God. I can't even find fucking shirts and clothes in my size. <laughs> my fiance is 5'2". Five, uh, yeah, so she's just about your height. I'm 5'7". See, like that, like that. Back in back in high school, all the guys were like, what, 5'10", five, five, 6'1". I'm over here 5'3". Yep, I'm yep. like, you fuck you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, I'll come out to be full native. Full native. I'll come out, I should be part Mexican. <laughs> Put them up. Yeah. <laughs> but now I'm proud of my indigenous, indigenous roots. There you go. Your indigenous root, right. My yeah. indigenous. Your indigenous roots. My indigenous. The question is. The question is. Drum roll. Discord didn't put any drum rolls on. There, that's a <laughs> If you Perfect. had a superpower, what would it be and why? If I had a superpower, what would it be and why? <clears throat> Interesting. If I had a superpower, I would want to I would want to read minds. Read what? And if I could read minds, oh. I could end if I could read minds, I could end wars. I could I could control everything. I could control the outcome of everything. And not only could I read minds and find the truth, but I could read minds and manipulate the truth as well. I could be the ultimate game of telephone and know the truth, <laughs> but lie to everybody. And no one would be able to tell me otherwise because they would know I can read minds. So why would they believe anything other than what I say is the truth? It would be the ultimate weapon. The most powerful weapon on the planet is words. Wars are started with words, and wars are ended with words as well. They are fought with weapons, but they are started and ended with words. 
And so that's why I would want that. That, that would be my superpower to read minds. God damn, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe God a, little damn. More, uh, a little more <laughs> evil and you know, intuitive than you bargained for. That's, but the, that's the writer be blood in them. <laughs> <laughs> Bet you never got that answer before. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I think it was like we got invincibility, flying, and then yeah, now read minds. <laughs> hey, whatever, man. Whatever floats your boat. Flying would be cool. Invisibility would be cool. There's a lot of good shit you can do with that, too. So there's no real bad choice. Exactly, exactly. But other than that, um, we come to the end of the show. Again, Thank, thank you for hopping on. Of uh, course, hippity hoppity. Where where can the listeners find more information on the project? This is the part where you put your links and basically. Sure. Uh, the best place would obviously be our server, um, our the official Nuevo Mexico Discord server. Uh, also, the official Nuevo Mexico Twitter. Um, we have an Instagram page, but we don't really use that too often. It's mostly just our Twitter in uh or excuse me, X now. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's, no, it's Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's Twitter and, and Discord. Um, those are the best places. And uh, hey, uh, just DMing us as well. Uh, chatting with us on the Discord server. Any questions that we can't answer, we will absolutely answer. Um, like I said in the beginning, we're trying to be as transparent as we can without being uh, too spoiler heavy. Um, so some stuff obviously will be left a surprise until you can play it for yourselves. But for the most part, the general the general direction and everything, we can absolutely talk with the community about uh, in our official Discord channel. So yeah, and if you want to get involved, that's how you're going to reach us too. If you want to get involved, anything, gek work, voice, whatever, music, anything. Uh, just feel free to to talk to us, chat us up in the Discord server, or message uh, the official Twitter, etc. So, no worries. There you go. No worries. Uh, any more teases coming? More gameplay trailers? Definitely. There'll be two more trailers set to debut. I have no idea, but there's <laughs> going to be two more for certain. Um, and then there will be little mini things that we we tease here and there as well, such as you know stuff for certain companions like Eden. Uh, she we you haven't actually seen her in the game yet, but she will be um, she will be uh, teased here and there, and maybe a part of one of the bigger trailers. But we're trying our very best to have something for you around the holidays, Christmas time, around late December this year. Uh, we're trying to get at least one more trailer in this year. And then the third, I don't know. We'll probably shoot for the summer, but we'll see. We'll see how much we get done, and we'll see how productive we end up being and how much we can push forward. So, yeah, yeah, I've got to look forward to. No problems, no problems. Is there anything you'd like to say to the listeners? Love you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, if if you made it this far, I appreciate it. I, I'm more than happy to do these kind of talks, and I love doing it. So, yeah, uh, have me on as much as you want or as little as you want. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be really cool or really annoying, depending on how you view my my voice. <laughs> gonna, I'm going to cut this down in, like, five minutes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, Choppiest podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, thank you for coming on this show. Exactly, cut you off mid-sentence. Thank you for coming on the show. Be sure to drink plenty of water. Remember to keep it cringe. And, and stop that. Please stop that. It's disgusting. That's sick. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm gonna tell your mom. <laughs> See, I told you, I, I told you, you wanted to know what's gonna come with the outro. <laughs> Stop it, I'm gonna tell your mom.